Welcome back to the Just Means Less ACC podcast with your hosts, Micah and Nick. Nick, how are we doing on this Tuesday night? Oh, man. Uh, can't complain much, dude. Um, having a good night. NC State just had a nice road win against Georgia Tech. Um, that's four in a row for the pack, so I'm pretty happy right now. Uh, road wins do not come easy for us, so I'm happy with that. Um, I miss college football, Micah. I miss college football a lot, but we are in the thick of college basketball, so I'm ready for it. And we are exactly one month away from first pitch from opening day. So I can't wait for that either. Um, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Just out for a leisurely stroll, you know? Hey, you and K-State didn't want to end, so I don't want to be up till midnight recording this podcast. So I'll track it on my phone. I have a, a, a lunch bet on my coworker's a diehard KU fan. So I had to bet him that K-State was going to win because he was way too cocky about it. So there's a cookout tray on the line right now. So rocking with the cats here. But um, no, I'm doing good. I mean, I hate recording on days like this, Nick, when there's games going on. So, I mean, I think one of the biggest games in the ACC is currently going up live with Wake and Clemson. So, yes, for everybody listening, right yeah. So, for everybody listening, this will be coming out obviously after the fact. But Nick, I think this is a good podcast because we haven't had a true what's the word stated the ACC in basketball podcast yet. So. We're not necessarily going to talk about games that went on today. Maybe it'll help uh, conversations, but I really want this podcast to be an opportunity to just talk about where the ACC is. I mean, Clemson's in first place at seven and zero. Virginia, Miami, near the top there at five and two. Kind of just want to kind of talk about you know because there's a lot of there's a lot of hearsay about the value of the ACC right now. You know, in terms of how many teams are going to get in. I mean. I'm the guy that predicted Virginia Tech to go to the Final Four on my hot takes board at work, and now they're one of the teams looking on the outside looking in. So trying to figure out the value of these programs, you know, and what it means for the tournament, you know, what we think is, you know, what we've seen so far, what it means coming down the stretch for the conference, and just so much more on that front. So I guess really the million-dollar question is, Nick, how are we feeling right now in terms of just the state of the ACC in general? Um, I think there's a lot of change. Um, you know, it's not your traditional Carolina on top, Duke on top, Florida State, Syracuse. Um, Virginia's there, of course, but it's very, very competitive this year. The ACC, it, 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 it kind of seems like the same like last year. But I think what's different is you've got a lot of teams that are competitive that, you know, you tend not to see. I mean, Wake is more competitive this year than last. Uh, Pitt, I mean, I didn't expect Pitt to be where they are at, and they're looking great. NC State, um, it's been looking really, really fun. I think this has been a very fun year so far. Yeah, I think what's what's intriguing – right now with the ACC is there are so many teams that still have a legitimate shot at the tournament but there are very few teams that are locks. Like it almost feels like very similar to what like the A-10 was a few years ago, what the Big East was a few years ago where you're like wow, 
so many good programs, but then like you look around the room and you go, well, who would like, like, I think Virginia is a lock. I think Duke's probably a lock. I think North Carolina based off brand is in good shape, but like, I mean, is Miami a lock? I think so. But like, there's no real team. You like, like normally in the ACC, you can look around and go, like you said, Carolina, Duke, Virginia, you know, normally you have one or two other teams, a Syracuse or a Florida State, where they're just, they stay at the top 25 all year. Miami's kind of that team this year. But, I mean, again, North Carolina, not ranked. Duke, I think ranked, but honestly, probably doesn't deserve to be ranked if they they're are still ranked. Yes, they did fall out of the, okay. So I wasn't sure after this Clemson game, but I haven't checked the polls. That's on me. But, you know, it's kind of just like, there's no home run. I mean, Wake has played really good down the stretch, but I mean, I'm hearing they have to be Clemson today just to be on the bubble. And it's just like, that's to be a 14 and five. Like, I think the good thing about the ACC is, is if you, if you enter the NCAA, or if you're entering the conference tournament play with eight losses, nine losses, you're in. I don't care who you are. There's too much brand recognition with the conference to hurt us. But that's the problem. We have a lot of teams right now with five, six losses with, you know, really, what, more than, I would say, probably 60% of the conference play to go, maybe 70. I mean, we're not that deep into conference play yet. So there's a lot of basketball still to be played. I mean, tomorrow is going to be a hell of a game in Charlottesville with Virginia Tech and Virginia. Um, you know, obviously we got Clemson and Wake going on right now. Um, there really hasn't been, like, you, I think you tweeted out, I mean, I actually, duh, I know it was you that tweeted it, because if not, it was me, and I know I didn't tweet it, but like, is Florida State becoming a problem? They're finally waking up. They looked pretty good today against Notre Dame. Um, you know, again, I don't know, I mean, obviously I don't think this team's making a push to the tournament, but you've just had another team enter the chat for a team you do not want to play down the stretch when you're on the bubble you know really the only lifeless programs right now are Louisville and Georgia Tech like I think everyone else is a legitimate like Boston College I don't think is very good but I mean you can't write them off they're two and six they played Carolina pretty close on the road today I mean they've gotten killed by Wake and Miami but they, they lost by one to Duke they beat Notre Dame you know, they beat Virginia Tech, so you can't just write off the Eagles right now. So, I mean, it's a it's going to be interesting. I mean, Virginia Tech has been been struggling. Like, again, I watched this team run Dayton out of the building, and they can't buy a win right now. I mean, they, the Syracuse loss, I think, has got to be the most abysmal one. Like, losing to Clemson by three at home, fine. Oh, right back. Besides... The BC loss was very bad. But, like, losing at Wake by two, sure. Losing the State by four, sure. Like, Virginia Tech is, I mean, that's the thing, right? If they beat Virginia tomorrow, I'll be so mad because I know Virginia Tech's due to, to figure it out. It only would make sense for me to be punished with them figuring it out in Charlottesville. But, I mean, it's just... It's been quite strange. I mean, again, you look at the, the bracketologies that I've seen from The Athletic and from Projection Sports and from Joe Leninardi at ESPN and CBS Sports' Jerry Palm. Like, there is a lot 
of ACC teams that are in and one, off another, last four in, next four out, last four out, you know, on the bubble, you know, to be considered, teams to watch, like, but there's no home runs. I mean, Virginia listed as a four seed in most of the brackets. Three is the highest I've seen. Like, Duke coming in at six. Carolina coming in at nine and ten. Clemson coming in at 11 or 12. I've seen Clemson as a playing team, and they're 7 and 0 in the conference. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very confusing spot for me, completely frank. Like, Clemson's the 19th team in the country, but I mean, right now, Nick, you said you have it on the screen, of course, I'm walking, but last I saw, they were down 8 to Wake. Like, uh, wait, after this three, they are still down 8. <laughs> they yeah. were down so, 5, now they're back down to 8 again. Yeah, so like, you know, if they they lose this one by double digits, granted, it's at the Joel, which, Nick, I'm a little offended you're not there, but if they lose this game by double digits, like, it's understandable because I think Wake's a good basketball team. I think they just started the season slow, but it's not going to help the ACC at all. <laughs> so, right. it's, uh, like, you know, that's the thing, like, the Blue Blood programs, like, Duke and Carolina have not looked great. And Virginia, thankfully, is saved by those wins against Baylor and Illinois uh, early in the year. But, like, they – a Houston loss, I mean, obviously not going to be detrimental to Virginia. But, I mean, we're talking about a Virginia team that, you know, obviously lost to Pitt. That's going to hurt them, even though I think Pitt's a pretty solid basketball team. They lost at Miami. Like, the thing that's going to maybe save Virginia is they have three losses, and they're probably combined, make sure you do the math right, yeah, 13 points. So, you know, you can make the argument that Virginia has been much better than even their record shows because they're losing these close games. But, you know, there's just a lot to be maybe desired from the ACC. Now, from a fan's perspective, though, Nick, this is really, really fun because... For the most part, you can turn on any game, and I don't think you're guaranteed a winner. Like, in some years, you know, we've gone, oh, Virginia-Boston College or Duke versus Pitt. Like, this is about to be a 20-point blowout. No point in watching. You, there, there's really no – again, Nick, your, your pack tonight struggled with Georgia Tech. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, one of those hold on to the edge of your seats, but Georgia Tech played them well. Like – and that's one of the worst teams in the conference right now. So it, it's kind of nice just to see how competitive the conference truly is. And, and again, there's an argument that it's not as competitive like in terms of the peak level when the AC had five or six really good teams. But I don't think it's as bad as everyone kind of justifies it as. Like I've heard arguments, oh, the SEC, more, more, compli- or more competitive and better talent. Like, <laughs> I, I disagree. Again, I have some bias here. But, you know, I think people just don't want to accept the fact that Wake Forest can be good at basketball, that Clemson can be good at basketball, that Pitt can be good at basketball. Like, you know, I don't know if you remember this, Nick, but I sure as hell remember growing up when Pitt and West Virginia games were unreal in the Big East. Mm-hmm. So, like, what, why can't Pitt be good again? Because their mascot's not that cracked-out Panther anymore? Like... You know, it's it's one of those things where I just 
it, it is fun to tune into pretty much any game and not. I mean, again, I I thought Clemson was in for some trouble after they beat Duke tonight at the Joel, but I mean, it feels like Wake is really taking it to him. Like I only watched a couple minutes of it, but seems like a pretty dominant game, you know, right now in, in favor of of the boys in good old black and gold. So, you know, it's one of those things where you just don't know. And how about that free cookout, baby? Let's go Wildcats. Sorry, that game just went final, an 83-82 to 82 win for the guys in purple. So love that. But, you know, like for real, like Notre Dame is one of those teams that we had some hopes for early in the year. They look, they look pretty bad. So I guess, Nick, so we don't end up just shooting the shit forever, I guess. Let's let's have a conversation about. Actually, you know what? Are, are we at the midpoint? Wait, I mean, we're a little bit past the midway point of the season, so we'll call this the uh, quarter break or something. I don't know. Second quarter break, third quarter break. What is your let's do team by team report card? Let's give them a grade based off of expectations and where they are currently. How's that sound? That way we cover every team. Results of tonight's game don't necessarily matter too much. And then we can start getting into the more flow of talking weekly about games that we're excited about, previewing some games, and everything like that. How's that sound? Yeah, that sounds good. I just want to add one more quick thing. I think the uh, the difference between this year and last year so far, this time last year, we kind of knew that the ACC was going to struggle a lot. And we kind of knew that – the ACC is probably only going to get four or five teams in. We knew that this time last year. This year, Micah, I'm looking at the standings, and let's see. I'm counting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine teams could get in. I wouldn't be surprised right now. Yeah, I think I think the ACC at max this year can get six. But I, like you said, I think that there's nine to ten teams that you can look at right now that are like, and honestly, I would even hear an argument, Nick, for 11 or 12, just solely based off the fact that, like, I won't rule out Notre Dame making a run or Florida State making a run in, in Greensboro. I'm not even Virginia Tech in that. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I think Virginia Tech's tournament team still. I, I'm still riding with them. I'm not, I'm not done with them yet. Like, you know, they, they've, they've struggled, but it's not in the realm of possibility. And I think that there's a very good chance that – Again, there are there are there are very few, like Georgia Tech and Boston College are probably. Make sure I'm not disrespecting anybody. Well, mm, yeah, in Louisville, Louisville, well, they're just awful. But really, I think I think those are the only. So I guess I'll say eleven of the four. Or there's fifteen in basketball. So yes, yeah, so twelve of the fifteen teams are, in my opinion, capable. Of making the tournament just because I think that there are some teams that obviously purely based off the resume can't do it but I could see them winning in green throw I really could you thought you can't this team can't get hot for four games I wouldn't rule that out for Florida State I wouldn't rule that out for Notre Dame I wouldn't rule that out for Virginia Tech so there's a lot to be you know intrigued by um, I think at the end of they're doing our report cards I will ask you who who do you think the best team in the league is currently? And maybe give our current, like, I guess, teams that we would, like, maybe do a quick power ranking. But first, let's do a report card. So, 
Nick, obviously, we'll we'll go order of stand. Oh, let's go. Yeah, let's go back to front in order of standings, just to be a little bit fair. Alphabetical order. I don't want to figure out alphabetical order. So we go with Louisville, two and sixteen, zero oh and seven. That's an F, right? <laughs> F minus, baby. <laughs> it is, uh, dude. You're kicked out of school. I mean, I understand that, like, the sanctions threw them off. Chris Mack didn't help with, you know, everything that was going on there. But this team freaking stinks. Yeah, they are like, awful. Like, don't get me wrong. They played Syracuse close. Maybe there's some value in that. But your only wins are Florida A&M by 6 and Western Kentucky by 11. Which, let me make sure I'm not tripping here before I jump the gun. Correct, yeah, so... Western Kentucky did lose yesterday um, to Western Kentucky. Or, Western Kentucky lost to FAU, excuse me, by 14. And there was a point there earlier that Western Kentucky was up. And I was like, oh, you know, quality win for Louisville. Watch out. But this team is 2-16 already. I don't even remember the last time, Nick, that Louisville had 16 losses going into the last month of the season, let alone with three months left. Yeah. <laughs> or two and a half months left, I guess. Like, this is bad basketball. I mean, again, there's there's no hot seat because of everything going on, but like if this happens again next year, I think you gotta make a coaching change. Like Louisville should not be this bad. Right. Like this is this is ridiculous. So anyways, we can spend all day ripping Louisville, but I don't wanna do that. So we move on to Georgia Tech. So my buddy Dan of A C Content, who obviously used to be on this podcast. Tweeted something out a couple weeks ago. I think it was when Virginia was playing Georgia Tech about how when are we going to start talking about Josh Pastner not being a good coach? And honestly, I could not have said it better myself because I was, oh my god, I was thinking the same thing throughout this game. Like everyone hypes him up to be a good coach, and he seems like a great guy. You know, what he sounds like he sounds like Jeff Collins, <laughs> this fun, energetic guy, like. There's reasons to like him, and, like, he has the track record in the past that justifies this guy could potentially win here. They are not good. And they have not, like, they've had that upset win every once in a while, but there's been no true glimmer of hope in Atlanta for this team. And there is no excuse on the men's basketball side for this program to struggle. They're not the best team in their city. Georgia State is better than them. I don't know. Did they play this year? Before I sound like a complete real jerk for saying that. They did, and of course, Georgia Tech beat them by two, so now I sound like a real jerk for saying that. But I think Georgia State is the better team still. I said what I said. I'll, I'll, I'll die on that hill. Like, And even if so, you should not be two points better than your Sunbelt neighbor. <laughs> this is the ACC, for God's sakes. They think, like, you know, the, it just, uh, I mean... I'll give them I'll give them a D. I mean, they're not terrible. Again, they are. They played your pack close. They're not a team you can just like. You can't walk into the gym against Georgia Tech and not show up, or you are going to lose me. And they have they have a win over Miami for goodness sakes. But you know they they have not been very good this year. So purely based off of that, I mean, it's got to be a D because not that I thought Georgia Tech was a tournament team, but this team should be better than eight and ten. That's for sure. Yeah, I agree with you. I think they're D. And this coach, I mean, is is it really the 2020 season, or I'm sorry, the 2021 season that's kind of saving him right now, where 
Florida State wasn't able to play because of COVID, and you know they 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 missed a game or two because um, they were canceled, so they got to the ACC championship. I think that's what really it comes down to is that they're still hanging on to that, you know, asterisk of an ACC championship win. Uh, so I, I give them a D, D minus right now. Yeah. And again, I don't, it, it I, again, it could be worse. I don't think this team is abysmal, but I've just not been a fan of what I've seen to date of, you know, Georgia tech, especially again tonight. Like, there were points where if LA Georgia Tech could have like actually gotten themselves either ahead or at least really into this game where you had to sweat, and it just never happened. And so, you know, it, it's just one of those things where, yeah, I there's not much more to say on Georgia Tech. All right, Notre Dame F. Wow, F. this has been embarrassing. This team is not. This team is better than nine and ten. And one and seven in this. This is a program who beat Michigan State this year by 18, but yet has somehow found ways to lose to St. Bonaventure, Syracuse, Marquette by 15, Georgia by 15, who, may I add, lost to Georgia Tech, Florida State by one before Florida State had any momentum rolling for them, Miami by double digits. At Boston College by seven. North Carolina by, hey, at least you beat Georgia Tech in overtime by one at home, right? This team is better than this. Come on. I understand they're taking a step back. They, You know, some young younger guys, but this is just bad. Like, they just don't look very good. I watched a little bit of the game tonight against Florida State, and Florida State dominated them. At home. They went to South Bend and were up 20 at some at 25 by at one point. Everyone's wearing green. They did some green out or some focus on green and seemed because like every fan seemed to be wearing green. The only green I saw was the money that NIL player or the Florida State players are going to make from NIL from the highlights they're going to get from this game. Dude, it was so bad. Like Notre Dame should never be in this situation. Like I, I'm going to forgive you know Georgia Tech because they're not the program of the of the past that we all talk about. I mean, Notre Dame's not a few years removed from being one of the better teams in this conference. There's no excuse, to be honest with you. So I give them an F, like, right now. I think they can turn it around. Like I said, I think, I think they could make a run in the tournament. If they, if they got hot at the right time, this team's good enough to make a run. But the fact that they are underperforming so badly, in my opinion, is just so frustrating, so F. You know what, Micah? I think you convinced me to do an F um, for them because you're right. They, they're not this Notre Dame of yesterday, but this is actually kind of embarrassing. Their, their one good win is Michigan State, who is okay this year. They're not bad, but it's embarrassing. I, I, I think what kind of sealed it for me was tonight. Uh, tonight getting handled by Florida State like that at home is pretty embarrassing. Um, I had higher expectations for Notre Dame. I knew I knew they weren't going to finish, like, top five in the ACC this year. And, you know, they were a tournament team. We were talking a lot about them last year, yada, yada. And I knew it wouldn't be the same, but this is just 
pretty embarrassing so far. So I, I'll go with you on this and give him an F. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> I'm not going to go in there. All right, the Virginia Tech Hokies. I'm going to give them a C-. minus. You know, I just ripped Notre Dame, and maybe I should rip Virginia Tech harder because they have played very bad basketball the last, what, three weeks, maybe month. But again, I watched this team at Castle Coliseum take a very solid Dayton team and spank them up and down the court. This Virginia Tech team, in my opinion, is currently underperforming, but they have wins early on and have shown justifications to be good. Plus, their losses have not been that embarrassing. Yes, the BC loss is bad in overtime, of course. But again, a two-point loss at the Joel. A three-point loss to Clemson, who currently, of course, pending tonight's result, is undefeated. A good NC State team by four. Again, that Syracuse loss on Wednesday was bad. Very, very bad. But, again, Oklahoma State, pretty stellar win. Again, a 28-point win against Dayton. An eight-point win against Carolina. They literally lost to a top-15 Charleston team by two. That's their non-con loss. So, this is a team that, though, has reasons to be concerned. Like, I, I think right now, because hey, if I remember correctly, Nick, I don't remember how your school was, but my school was kind of weird. A C-minus was not a passing grade. A C was. We, we had the whole C-plus, C-minus thing. So, that's why I'm giving them a C-minus, because right now, they're not passing, but they can easily pass. Yeah, I'll go... I'll go C minus with you too because they they have wins that hold up like that Charleston loss is I mean is looking better and better every day they have the win against North Carolina um, and you could go lower honestly with how bad it's been you know one and five in the conference but like you pointed out when you really look at it they haven't lost their their only bad losses to ten against Syracuse but other than that everything else has been so close like. State right now, one of the better teams in the conference. Clemson, the top team in the conference. Wake, you know, a top five team in the conference right now as it sits. It's going to be tough. And while I think Virginia Tech can still make the tournament, Micah, their schedule is so hard. They got to go to Virginia tomorrow. They have to go to Clemson, who's leading this conference, on Saturday. They Then they play Duke. And then they have a rematch against Syracuse, and then they're at Miami, and then guess what? They play Virginia again. Like, the next one, two, three, four, five, six games are going to be brutal for these guys. It doesn't start to light up until they play Boston College, Notre Dame, and Georgia Tech. Like, they need – oh, my God. They, it, it, they need, like, four wins out of this six-game stretch starting tomorrow. Like, that's how they're going to salvage this season right now. They need to win four of the next six before they get to this easier part of the schedule. Because right now, this, this is going to be a challenge. for. I'll go C-minus, but this has been a tough stretch, to say the least. Yeah. I mean, I would say three and three in the next six, just because, again, the only one, the one non-con loss will help them. Because if they go three and three, that, I mean, granted, you can't lose another game after that, but... That would keep you in the single digits for losses total on the season. And again, this stretch is very tough. But yeah, no, they have to they have to look better in general. 
Look, yeah. all right, we move on to Boston College. A B minus for me. Let's just be let's be clear. This team's still not good, but they are exceeding expectations for sure. So just by rule, B minus. Um, I'll I'll go see. I'll go see. They're they're better for sure. You're passing. <laughs> you pass them. I, 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 I'll pass them. They're they're better. Uh, you know the two Duke losses were. I mean they 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 almost beat Duke uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I mean the rest of their losses have looked pretty bad, but they got two conference wins. One against Virginia Tech, which is not bad. They beat them when they were ranked. Um, it, it, it's a C for now because I think they're better than what I expected. But looking at their schedule and who they played, like losing to Villanova by almost 20 or more than 20 points is not good because Villanova is not good this year. Losing to Nebraska is not good by more than 20 points. Uh, losing to Maine at home is not good. Losing to Tarleton by 16 is not good. But they have some wins that kind of hold up. Again, Virginia Tech, Notre Dame, not bad. They almost beat Duke a couple weeks ago. I'll give them a C for now, but it, it could get ugly very, very fast. I mean, it's already starting to. They, they, have a, they got killed by Miami. They got killed by Wake. They played Carolina not that bad today. They hung around. You know, they only lost by eight. But if they beat Notre Dame again on the road, that would be huge for them. Give them a little confidence boost. And then they have Louisville. So you have two winnable games coming up. And that could really turn things around for the Eagles. But right now, I'll, I'll give them a CC minus. I like it. All right. Well, we now move on. Florida State, they get a C. And the only reason why I'm being nice and giving them a C is because I knew they would take a step back, and they're starting to come to life. So I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt here. You know, actually, we'll say C minus. We'll give them Virginia Tech treatment because Virginia Tech, they're just trending in different directions. But Florida State looked so bad early in the year, but now they're starting to show signs of life. We know this team is capable of potentially being good but they don't deserve to pass just yet because they still have an expectation to be better than what they are. So give me C minus. Um, I'm going to give them a D. I, the, the, the start was just pitiful. The start was so bad, um, but they have, they have salvaged a little bit. I mean, seeing them at six and 13 overall, but seeing them kind of middle-ish in the conference standings is giving me, is helping them give me a little boost for them. So I'll give them a D for now. The win at Notre Dame is impressive. I will say that. Uh, they hung around with Florida State, so that's also very good. Um, I'll give them a D. It's just that start, man, was very, very bad. They, I mean, they started, what, 1-10, 1-11? Not good. And then they kind of salvaged it with a conference win, and it's been kind of back and forth lately, so – they are a team that I would not want to play in the ACC tournament. Like if they go into the ACC tournament as a 10 seed or an 11 seed, that's a scary team to play. That's starting to get hot a little bit, but for now it's a D. Mm-hmm. I respect it. All right. We move on to Duke. 
C-minus. <laughs> Ooh, C-minus, okay. This team is underperforming. Like, I know this is unfair, but, and it's so like, in a normal world, right, I'm using a sliding scale, which is not fair. But my, the way I'm doing my grades, Nick, is, is purely based off expectation and how you're living up to it. Yes, Duke has not been bad. Duke is 13-5, and five, so it's clearly not been a bad basketball team. Did you know, Nick, that Duke's only ranked win on the season was a 25th ranked Ohio State? That is it. Yes. That is it. They've had good wins. Like, again, pit win. Good win. Good win against Florida State because they've dominated them. Iowa's a decent win. Xavier, obviously, is a good win looking back on it now. Oregon State's not a terrible win. And again, Kansas is not a bad loss. Purdue is not, I mean, the, the score was a bad loss to Purdue, but like a loss to Purdue, not bad. But, I mean, NC State bent them over and took them to the dog shed. Clemson dominated them on Saturday. Wake Forest dominated them in Winston-Salem. This team is struggling on the road. And they do not like they just they look like they've taken a step back within talent, and I don't mean this to insult John Shire, but I, Coach K always got the best out of his players. I don't know if Shire's doing that, and he doesn't have the same talent that Case had in some of the years past. So I'm starting to question Duke. I mean, they're going to make the tournament, I think, but this team could be a round of 32, and that's it, kind of team. Hell, it could be a one and none team. So I'm not I'm not putting too much faith in Duke right now. Right now, Duke, you're not passing, especially based off your standards. You are failing your standards. Yeah, I, I'll give them a C. Um, they, you're right. Their their only ranked win is Ohio State, and. I give them a C because they do have some notable wins. You know, the Iowa win, the Xavier win, Oregon State. Um, but you're right. They struggle mightily on the road. They won by one at Boston College. NC State destroyed them. Clemson beat them. Wake Forest destroyed them. Uh, it's been easy on the road for the Devils. And that usually does not happen a lot. And I think it's still a little early to criticize Shire, which is why I'm giving them a C. Uh, you know, you have a coach that left who's been there for 40-plus years. It's a tough transition. Now, I get it. He's been, Shire has been with the program since he was 18. Did a little bit of the NBA, and he's been a, with K um, for how long? Ten, eight, ten years or something like that? It's it's a tough, it's a tough start for Shire. It's not gonna lie, it's tough. But I'll give them a C because I think they will still make the tournament. I think they have a huge opportunity against Miami on Thursday. If they can get another ranked win, and luckily it's at home, uh, that would be huge. They can really, you know, build a lot of momentum in the next three games with Miami at home, who's ranked, and then at Virginia Tech, who's struggling, and at Georgia Tech, who's struggling. But then you got to then you have Wake and Carolina coming to you, so you got to get the wins where you can right now. Um, it's not going to be a typical, 
Final Four type of season. It's going to be a little bit of a rebuild right now. And Shire needs to kind of put his stamp on this program. So I'll give him a C. All right, Syracuse. I think this might be the one where you might disagree the most, Nick, because I'm curious what you have to say about them because you love your crap on Syracuse. I'm giving them a C. This is I think that when it comes to Syracuse, I knew they weren't going to – I didn't think they were going to be very good this year. I, I thought this is an NIT team at best. Um, they they disappointed a little bit in the non-com. I think they've been a little bit more – they've over-exceeded expectations for me early on so far in conference play. They're kind of just, eh, so you pass, but you're not getting a good grade, so I give them a C. Uh, you know what? I, man, I, this, this one's tough. This one's really tough. Because like, if you go based off Syracuse brand, this is bad. But let's yeah. also be very frank. Like The last few years at Syracuse have not been great. Like Syracuse is doing a very, I mean, no respect to Iowa, but the Syracuse basketball brand was a little bit more of a peak than Iowa football. But, like, it feels very Iowa-esque. Like, in terms of, ah, Kirk Ferentz, do whatever you want, man. As long as we're not, like, the joke of college football, we're fine. Kind of like Syracuse. As long as we're not the worst team in the conference and we're getting blown out every night, which they've had bad nights, but they've also had some good nights. So they're kind of just like, yeah, you're a legend. You keep doing you. Maybe you'll retire soon. If you don't, well, we're not going to fire you. So, you know, I, I think I'm going to be hard. I'm going to be hard on the orange. I'm going to give them a D. Um, I get it. They're five and three in conference, which is it is good. It's good right now. You're right there in the middle of the pack. You're definitely in tournament hopes. But when you really look at their wins, the they, they beat the bottom tier of the conference. They beat Notre Dame. They beat Virginia Tech. They only beat Louisville by one, and they beat BC. Their conference losses have been the good teams, Miami, Virginia, and Pitt. So it's been tough. They, they did. You look at their non-con, like Colgate, who now owns Syracuse after losing them back-to-back years, St. John's, Bryant, getting wiped with against Illinois. Again, they're they're good. Their wins are against the bad teams of this conference, which is keeping them afloat at the moment. But again, it's the Syracuse brand. I also think it's time to, you know, take Bayheim off the pastures right now. It, it's they're they're barely hanging on to this season. Like they're they're gonna have a stretch soon where they're gonna lose like three of the next four, or you know or lose five in a row or something like that, I wouldn't be surprised. So I'll give them a D right now. They're barely hanging on. All right. I respect it. North Carolina. Guess what, Dick? I'm sticking with the same letter I've said seven times in a row, it feels like. They get a C. <laughs> C, okay. Like, like they, haven't, they haven't They've underperformed, but in their defense, they've had a lot of injury problems. They've had all their losses, in my opinion, are good losses. Their worst loss is at Pitt, and I'm I think Pitt's a quality team. So they haven't had a bad loss yet. The Virginia loss, I think they would have lost to Virginia regardless, but losing Baycott in that game because of his ankle was huge. It did change the momentum of that game in Charlottesville. So I think this North Carolina team deserves a little bit of a break, you know. Again. The hype of them being a top five team was kind of interesting because, like, 
yes, obviously they made a run to the national title last year, but that team was not very good for the first half of the season. So, you know, again, this is one of those programs, you give them the benefit of the doubt, you're underperforming, but you're at the same time, like, you're passing for now. You're not doing well, but you're, what, 13 and 5? You're fine. Yeah, you know, I'll give... Sorry, correction, 13 and 6. I want to make sure that no one yeah, roasts 13 us. 13 and 6. And six. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll give Carolina C C+. Um, I think the hype was a lot coming in at, what, number one in the country, was it? And some uh, polls, yeah. <laughs> unreal. I, I mean, that that... I think some Carolina fans questioned that a little bit. Uh, again, they don't have a bad loss, and that tough stretch where they went you know, four losses in the in a row, they never got killed. Like, that Iowa State loss, yes, that's bad. But, I mean, Alabama by two, uh, Indiana at Virginia Tech, who was playing, who was hot at the time, it was a tough stretch. But they bounced back. They beat Ohio State, who was 23. They beat Michigan. Uh, they beat a good Wake Forest team. Um, they, they don't have a bad loss. They are hovering around in and out of the top 25. Um, I, I, I'll give them a C plus. They don't have a win that really impressed me. Like, I think their most impressive win right now is Ohio State. Um, but then you look at the earlier part of the season, you know, they struggled with Portland. Uh, James Madison I mean, was in that. UNC, UNC's best win is, is Charleston. Oh, true. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Their best win, right? Yeah, you're right. Their best win right now is Charleston, 102 to 86 to a top 15 team in the country. So, yes, Charleston's only loss. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that that's at, you're right. Thank you for correcting me on that. See, so I'll give Carolina a C plus. They they're doing okay. They're doing good. I think they can get on a little run towards the end of the season. I think they can finish top twenty-five. I'll give them a C plus. They just gotta stay healthy. Like their their team right exactly. now. Yes, their, their team, exactly. Their team. Their team is very similar in terms of Duke. I mean, actually, honestly, there's 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 many of these teams in the ACC that are one injury away from a key player. Where I'm like, ah, shit. <laughs> there goes nothing. <laughs> so, um, yeah. All right, we move on to the NC State Wolfpack. This one's easy. It's an F because it makes Nick happy. So by rule. I can't let Nick be happy. No. Um, I think NC State's got to be an A-. minus. They've, they've avoided the pitfalls that is NC State basketball, you know, in terms of finding ways to lose bad games. That win against Miami on Saturday, Nick, was hell of impressive. Those guys had to battle adversity all game long. Yes, it was at home. There's the benefit of the doubt there. But I was very impressed with them. The way they handled Duke earlier, of course, in the year. They don't have a... A bad loss again, in my opinion. No, no really great wins besides the Duke win. But I mean, talk about fourteen and four, thirteen and four, somewhere in that ballpark, Nick. Fifteen and, and four. fifteen and four. Jeez, after fifteen tonight, and four. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. After tonight, yeah, fifteen and four. NC State Wolfpack. I mean, that's definitely not the expectation we had going into the year. I mean, rank them for God's sakes. Twenty-six in the country right now in the AP poll. What are y'all waiting for? But you know, this team, I mean, this team, yeah, A minus. Like, are they the superstars of the conference? No. But this team's a tournament team as of right now. So, A minus. 
I'll give my Wolfpack a B plus. It's been awesome. Um, I've enjoyed this ride very, very much. They have a lot of gr- good quality wins. Uh, All right, Nick, Nick, Nick. Before you continue, who bullied you after your Dave Dorn for Coach of the Year oh take? My God. Well, you're being because, the only one who because, did. because because you're being way too nice right now. You don't want to be cocky about NC State. It's okay. Take your victory lap. You deserve it. B plus seems a little low to me. Uh, I know, but we we got Car- we're on the road to Carolina Saturday. That's going to be a tough game. Yeah, this, 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 isn't, this, isn't, this isn't grades for the end of the year. What? This isn't the gra- This isn't grades for the end of the year. It's grades as of right now. All right, fine, fine. You bullied me into it. Yeah. All right, I'll give him an A minus. It's been. Awesome. Oh no! I made Nick say his team is good. I'm such a jerk. <laughs> I'm buying in. Um, this team has been fun to watch, really. I mean, the, the turnaround from last season has been night and day. Like, the, the, this team constantly – like, this team constantly has smiles on their faces. No one saw that last year. Not one person was happy on that team last year. Everybody is smiling. It's great. I mean, Baby T's having a great season. The, the the transfer portal guys, DJ Burns, Jarkel Joyner, Jack Clark, who's injured right now, should be back soon. I mean, everybody has been con- contributing to this team in ways that it all changes every game. They have great wins. Duke, uh, they avenged that loss against Miami. Uh, Furman, who's projected to win the SoCon. Uh, they, they beat Butler. They beat Dayton. Our losses are to teams that are leading the conference right now. So Clemson, Miami, and Pitt. And we beat Miami last Saturday. Our other loss, well, by six to the defending national champs, Kansas. Um, So, I mean, it's been night and day with this NC State team. I I believe they're going to make the tournament. Um, I think they can make a deep run to the ACC tournament. They have weapons everywhere. Um, even when it looks like they're getting cold, like someone is stepping up, no matter who it is. So uh, they're getting healthier. Um, I can't wait to see what happens Saturday. I think it's going to be so much fun. But A minus right now for the Wolfpack. They, these guys have been fun. This is the most. This has been the fun, most fun team to watch in the conference. I think. Yeah. All right. The Pitt Panthers. A plus. A plus. This team started very slow. They got housed by West Virginia. They got housed by it was a Michigan. Yeah, Michigan lost a close one at VCU. And what do they do? Oh, I don't know. They just absolutely house a Northwestern team. They go on the road to Raleigh, get a win. They somehow lose on the road to Vandy a couple nights later. But then they just go on this nice little run where they beat Virginia, they beat Carolina, they beat Syracuse. You know, they have a one-point loss to Clemson, an eight-point loss at Duke, and then take care of it against Georgia Tech. This team should not be 12-6 and six right now. The expectations were very low. And this team could tie itself into the tournament. So, A-plus. I'm going to give them a solid A. It's, I mean, this turnaround has been crazy. Uh, talk about a coach that was on the hot seat going into this season. Shout out Jeff Capel. <laughs> I know. he And he is such a great guy to listen to. I listen to a podcast with him 
last year. They had him on as a guest. I mean, I really wanted to buy into this guy, and they fell short last year. They had a tough, tough losing streak to end the season um, and even two seasons ago. But he has really turned a corner, Jeff Cable, and I, I, I like where this pit team is going. Um, they're winning tough games. NC State, UNC, Virginia. Um, it's been awesome. They, they, they struggled right out of the gate. But, man, the turnaround, even into this season, has been great. So I'll give them a solid A. Yeah, and hot take, Nick. Duke let their guy leave. They should have. They should, I mean, I know Kay's timing should not have mattered. But, I mean, Capel was the guy. <laughs> he would have made – I think if Capel was at Duke right now, man, that team would not be missing a beat. I don't mean disrespect to John Shire. I just think, I think Jeff Capel's different. I mean, it's just different. Like you said, I, great guy to listen to. I love his post-game pressers. You know, when things go wrong, he blames himself. When things go right, he credits his players. He's an incredible leader. I love. I, I root for that team. And when Virginia lost to him, I was definitely salty. But I. If there's a team I want to lose to in the conference or be okay with losing to, it would be him or, or Forbes at, at Wake. Which, is that the perfect segue to Wake? Is that who's next? It is. Wake Forest is up next. I'm going to give him a B plus. And the only reason why I say that is this team has been so up and down. I mean, they needed a miracle to beat out. They lost it to They got housed by Clemson. But then they beat Wisconsin. You know? This team has been the Wake win or the Duke win, excuse me, is a good one. But then losing to Carolina on the road, you know, again, if they beat Clemson tonight, that maybe changes it. But I'm just gonna say B plus because I thought Wake Forest was a, a, a potential tournament team going into the year, so I think they're kind of at expectations right now. So I don't know if I can give them an A just yet because I think they're not exceeding expectations, but they're not they're not borderline underperforming. So. A solid B plus for me. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you on that. B plus. Um, they they're getting hot at the right time. They got three wins in a row. Granted, they are very easy ACC teams, but they also house Duke. Um, but their losses are just like it, it's like what ha- what what happens to this yeah. team when it, when it goes wrong, it goes wrong. Like losing or winning close to App, not good. Uh, getting roughhouse by Rutgers, not good. Losing to Loyola Marymount, not good. Um, barely beating Utah Valley on a buzzer beater, not good. But then you look at their wins at Wisconsin. Georgia is looking like a great win as they are, you know, doing really well in the SEC at the moment. Uh, Duke, Virginia Tech, um, and they're now on like a they're on a little hot streak right now. And as we're talking, they're up eleven on Clemson, who's leading the conference. So I'll give them a solid B plus, just because a lot of these losses are just like Wake doesn't show up. It's the weirdest thing. The Clemson loss getting killed. LSU Rutgers, like I already said. So the B plus is basically because when they don't show up, they don't show up. Yep. All right. We go to my Virginia Cavaliers. I'm going to give them an A-. minus. You know, there's been times this year where I've questioned them, but they're 13-3. and three. 
with good wins over Illinois and Baylor, as well as, you know, I think a good win over Carolina last week. You know, this is a team that, again, a three-point loss to Pitt. I mean, three losses to three currently ranked. Well, I guess Pitt's not ranked. That's, that's my apologies. But three losses to two ranked teams in, what, by a combined 13 points. I mean, this team has played well. Again, they, they, they took care of business against Michigan. Like, Virginia's not the type of team that's going to blow many teams out. So, like, you can't really take too much into account some of these scores. But they've done a good job. Honestly, what they did in Tallahassee this weekend was what kind of made me go, this team is this team's, this team's different than last year. Because last year's team would have lost in Tallahassee, regardless of how Florida State's been playing. Where Florida State's starting to play decent basketball, and Virginia goes there and takes care of business. So this team is different. I like where this team's headed. This team, this team could, this team could make a run in the national title. I don't think it will, but it could. So just by that alone, they're an A minus for me. Um, I'll give your who's a solid A. Um, it started off great. Big win against Baylor. Big win against Illinois. Uh, undefeated for a while. Got to like what number three in the nation. I mean, you're, you don't have any bad losses. You are you lose to number five Houston by eight. Uh, lose on the road at Miami, which is a tough place to play. And you lose on the road by three to Pitt, which Pitt is hot right now. Pitt is the top team in this conference right now. And you come back and you beat Syracuse, you beat Carolina, and you beat Florida State. Like, this is the Virginia team we were all expecting from last year. Uh, they are back they are uh i think right now the favorites to win the acc tournament um just because they can suffocate you man like they don't get killed and they they kind of just torture you on the basketball court really um i give them a solid a this has been a great season for virginia they're still in the top 10 um i could see them make a final four run easily um yeah, that, that that nothing is to my shock right now with Virginia. They look great. Yeah, kind of all I've got for that. All right, Miami. Hey, I mean, you know, honestly, Nick, I know this is lame. I'm gonna give Miami and Clemson both A's. I mean, you can give Clemson an A plus if you want to. I know I'm covering two teams at once, but. I think they're very similar. These are teams of talent. Clemson more so overachieving than Miami. But I will say this might be a hot take. Clemson really hasn't beaten anybody of note. Minus that Duke game on Saturday. Because, I mean, Richmond's a pretty solid win. I thought it was funny that Richmond was calling out, like, you know, Power 5 teams, especially in-state, a.k.a. Virginia and Virginia Tech, for not being willing to schedule them because... You know, they're so good, yet literally Clemson ran them out of the fucking barn by 30 almost. But anyways, I'm not salty about that comment or anything. But, you know, again, they took care of, The thing is, they've, they've taken care of business. That win over State's a good one. You know, but again, they snuck out a, a game at Pitt, which, again, is pretty impressive. The Duke game, a good win. But, like, what we're seeing right now with Wake, I think last I saw Nick, they're down seven, so you can probably give me a more live update on Clemson. But... I haven't been overly impressed with the quality of their wins. But again, they are winning. They are doing more than what we thought. 
Same thing with Miami. They are winning. They are doing more than I thought they would. Miami has the bad loss to Georgia Tech. So there's more of a frustration. But again, they have the best win of the two teams, the win over Virginia. So, you know, you can look, and, and the UNCG win is looking pretty good, too, because that would be the best team in the SoCon, which, of course, I'm SoCon biased working for a school in the SoCon. So, you know, it is something to kind of keep a note and eye on. I think both teams are, are, again, exceeding expectations, so they're A's, but neither one of them has gotten me, my jaw dropping to give them an A+. plus. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think I'll... I'll bite the bullet, and for now, even though they're losing by eight, I'll give Clemson an A+. Plus. So as it sits right now, let's just pretend that Clemson doesn't lose to Wake or whatever it is, or I'm not watching this game. Um, I'll give Clemson an A+, plus just purely based off of they are in a different element. They are not used to being number one in the ACC this Frankly, it's not even late, but that just goes to show what Clemson basketball has kind of been like. You know, uh, this isn't the football team we're talking about. This is basketball. Um, I'll give Clemson a solid A+, plus just purely for the fact that they have never been here before. I mean, I'm sure they have in the past, but let's be honest. It's been a long, long time since they've been here. Um, their only losses really of note is Loyola Chicago, which, you know, good team. And against Iowa and South Carolina, like they, they look really, really good. Um, And, you know, I'm watching the game right now. They're down by seven to wake with about 11 minutes to go. The jewel is packed right now. It's not a sold out crowd because it's a late on a Tuesday night and this game didn't tip off till nine, but nonetheless, the Wake students are there. I see them. Uh, the whole bottom section is sold out for sure. Uh, it looks like a tough environment to play at right now. So it's a difference when you go on the road or go on the road at Wake Forest. Now, will that balance out because they already have a win against Wake Forest? Probably. I think I won't knock them too much since they already have a win, assuming that they lose this game. But I'll give Clemson a solid A+, and I'll give Miami an A. Um, Miami has looked really, really good. There's really nothing. I mean, they would get an A plus if they didn't lose to Georgia tech. Uh, I don't really bog them too much to losing at NC state because let's be honest, they, they struggled when NC state came to them and NC state gave up a 17 point lead after halftime. So I won't bog them too much on losing to NC state. But the Georgia Tech, it kind of irks me a little bit considering that's Georgia Tech's only conference win. But I'll give an A to Miami, A-plus to Clemson. Yeah. All right. Well, um, and that's something to add, too. You mentioned the Clemson thing, you know, being in first place. Even if they lose tonight, they're still in sole possession of first place. Everyone else is lost plus. So not to say that this loss does not count, but it does count for something. They're still in first place regardless of the outcome tonight of the Joel. So you're right on that fact. I mean, again, Clemson, I could see an A-plus for sure. I just, um, again, I've been very hesitant on them, so I'm not going to pull the trigger too early. And that's probably not fair, but, you know, it is what it is. Life's not fair. But all right, Nick, um, before we go, because I don't want to spend too much more time on it, I actually kind of want to catch you in at this game. 
Who is the best team in the ACC right now, in your opinion? That's a good question. Like, if you had to pick who you would take to win the ACC tournament right now, who would you pick? I think I'm going to pick your Virginia Cavaliers to win the ACC tournament right now. Um, they Again, they don't have a bad loss at all. Um, their losses have been to top teams, not only in the conference, but in the country. They have beaten top teams in the country. Uh, they look like a Virginia team that can make a deep run into the NCAA tournament. They look like a national championship caliber type of team. I think Virginia is the best team in this conference right now. Yeah, I think I agree only because I'm not sold. I'm not sold on Miami and Clemson. I think if I did like my, my two options were Miami and Virginia. So my, I guess you know, I'll say Miami just for, for sake of not agreeing, but also Miami does have the head-to-head against Virginia. So, wait, do they? They played, right? Or am I tripping now? I might be tripping. Miami's played so many teams at this point that have been quality. Let's see. Am I tripping now? Miami. No, I'm not. They beat them. They beat them. I thought they beat them back in December. They did. Miami beat them by two. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, again. By two. Team, yeah. So, for that reason alone, I'll give it to Miami. I'm a little more confident in Virginia just because I think it's the confidence in Tony Bennett. But Virginia has struggled to score. So, yeah, and it's been their downfall in the tournament. Just ask UMBC about Virginia trying to score. Which, by the way, I think the last bracketology I saw had UMBC as a 16 seed playing Kansas. And I started going, please, please let UMBC be a 16 seed and then shock Kansas because that would just be funny. <laughs> but, but anyways... Um, no, I mean, that was, again, there's there's so many arguments that could be made for the best team. I mean, you can make the argument, Nick, the way your Packer playing right now, that they could be the best team at the end of the, at the end of this thing. So there's a lot to talk about, a lot to continue to discuss. I can't wait to do it. Obviously, I can't wait to catch the end of this game. And then this weekend, recap everything that's going on this week and really kind of start to deep dive a little bit more of, you know, the ACC bracketology, where we're feeling about the ACC as a general. But I think this is a good way to kick basketball off. I do also, Nick, want to next podcast talk about how damn good our conference is at women's hoops. That our conference is unreal <laughs> at women's hoops. We definitely got to give them some love because I've been enjoying following that as well. I mean, I've enjoyed watching Virginia, who has struggled in the ACC, take a huge turnaround from last season where they won like four or five games all year and they've already won 13 or 14 this season. So shout out to the Lady Who's. But I mean, that's all I've got. Anything else you want to add before we uh, we sign off for the night and enjoy a little bit of basketball and the Joel on television? No, man. It's uh, been a good week. Um, I, I think this season's a lot different than last season. I think we've got a lot of great quality teams. Uh, that can make a run. I think we can get, you know, when it's all said and done, a solid eight teams into this tournament. So, no, that's about it, man. We, we are getting really deep into basketball, and things are going to tense up very quickly. Yeah. And uh, but uh, it's been fun, Nick, following your pack, because obviously you're interested in it. But uh, uh, someone I follow that's in the same profession as me, who is the – Director of Marketing for Men's Basketball at, at NC State, Brooke Johnson. Follow her on all, pretty much all of our social media as we 
not really interact all that much, but like we've interacted a little bit. Like she obviously posts everything about state, even from a behind the scenes kind of thing. It's just fun, like you said. I've even seen it from her account. How much fun they're all having. I mean, for God's sakes, that sunglasses giveaway, Nick. That's hilarious. Yeah. Like those were awesome. Like those sunglasses are stupid looking, but they're awesome. Like again, it's the trend. It's the it's NC State having fun, and that's great. So I'm 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 pulling for your boys to continue to have some fun, as long as it's not against the Who's. But you know, it's been a fun season. There's a lot to look forward to and a lot to to unpack. So you know, we're 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 deep into the year in one sense, but we have a long way to go in the other. So definitely excited. Thank you everybody for listening. We actually had a decent amount of listens, Nick. Um, for our football recap, so that was awesome. So thank you, everybody, that has listened so far. If you haven't listened already, please check it out. And continue to like, you know, comment, subscribe, what else I was to say. You know, hit us up on the on, on Twitter, DM us. But, no, for real, though, we appreciate all the interactions and look forward to getting a little bit more interactive, Nick, to give you an idea. Uh, and maybe, maybe I'll try to sell this as a package deal, Nick. I'm trying to get my hands on uh, the ability to work the uh, NCAA tournament in Greensboro, the first and second round there this year. So maybe I'll try to package deal us together. But uh, really trying to do that because I've, I've heard some ACC projections for there, of course. Maybe even try to see if I work at the ACC tournament again. That would be kind of fun because it's, you know, been a minute. So anyways, excited to see what we've got. My, uh, my ETSU Buccaneers play the current. Top dog in the SoCon, no pun intended, the Sanford Bulldogs. Nick, have you, uh, you follow Barstool pretty close. Have you seen the kid, uh, let me make sure I get his name correctly before I, I screw it up. Coleman Crowley, the kid that was all over Barstool the last week who, like, got hired on the hired wheel or whatever, who oh, was, like, yeah, I saw going to all these mid-major games. Yeah, well, he, uh, he's coming to ETSU tomorrow. Um, I'm hooking him up for a chance to, he's shooting the half-court shot for some money. So hopefully you'll see that on Twitter and maybe. No way, that's maybe, so cool. How did you maybe, get that? Oh, I DM him a couple of weeks ago and said, "Hey, if you ever want to come down," and he's been wanting to see Sanford. So I told him, "Hey, as long as you don't like, you know, yell go Sanford in the mic or whatever, I don't care what you do. <laughs> you can that's chirp." Sick. So, Hell so yeah. he's, I can't so wait he's, to see that. So he's supposed to be coming. I mean, he hasn't finalized finalized but he hit me up earlier saying that he was down to come down when i told him hey if you do come down i'll give you the half court shot for a couple hundred bucks um because i think it'd be hilarious just to see him try it in general give him a little extra access because i mean to be frank nick our uh, i still believe our team's got hope at etsu but we have been struggling at home so i'm hoping maybe his presence will will right the ship no pun intended there as well uh, i get it because we're, we're, we're a mascot the buccaneer but Anyways, you know, I'm looking forward to that, so that's going to be cool, but it's been fun. I mean, I don't, I still don't love college basketball the same as I do college football, but I've gotten a lot more into it, Nick. I mean, I went to the, how have I told you this, Nick? I went to the Xavier game on Sunday against Marquette before going to the Ravens and Bengals game, so that was really fun, you know, seeing two top 25 teams playing at the Sintal Center. So, I'm starting to get back into college hoops more than I used to in the past, so this podcast has been a big help of that, so thank you for everyone for somewhat giving a shit what we have to say, because it made me somewhat want to give more of a shit about college basketball. So, I've enjoyed it, Nick, but 
That's all I've got, Nick. If you want to, you can do the honors and send us on off. Just want to give a quick shout out. I run FQ Wolfpack. Just reached 500 followers. 500. So, I saw that. Congratulations yeah. to you, good sir. So I appreciate everyone that followed me on that. Um, like I said in the tweet, I try to just make it lighthearted, funny, try to get as much in-person NC State content as possible. It's a little hard living in Winston, but luckily they come here. I try to make trips out to Raleigh, which, you know, it's just two-hour drive down I-40. So thank you all for following me. It's I, I never expected to get – 500 but uh, this quickly at least like i've been running this account for a year and some change like year and two months and i'm already over 500 followers so thank you guys for following me if you listen and you follow fq wolfpack that's me so thank you very much for following but that's about all i got micah yeah and uh i'm more curious you're at 62 following currently nick so you're you're seven away from the big 69, so looking, <laughs> looking forward to see who ends up being the lucky number 69 person that FQ Wolfpack follows. But uh, as always, thank you for listening. It's always a blast getting to talk with you, Nick, so thanks for being available. Congratulations on your team continuing on in the playoffs, which, by the way, Nick, we are at our 69th minute of recording, so look how perfect. The time is just a flat circle, but... As always, it means just a little bit less here in AC Country, and go ACC.